335 Tuscola Champaign-Urbana, your home for the St. Louis Cardinals. Cracking down on Afghans rising up. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The Taliban takes on protesters. Chaotic demonstrations breaking out across the country in at least three different cities, including in Jalalabad. Several people were killed at a different protest today in the city of Asadabad when the Taliban fired on people waving the national flag of the previous government. Fox's Ryan Chilcote, thousands of Afghans and Americans remain at the airport in Kabul trying to get flights out. U.S. troops are there helping. And President Biden tells ABC News he hopes the evacuation will be done by August 31st. There's American citizens left. We're going to stay till we get them all out. Now, Republicans want congressional hearings into what went wrong. GOP Senator Lindsey Graham tells Fox. We've just issued a death sentence to all those who fought with us in Afghanistan. President Biden turned his focus back on COVID, pushing a third shot for Americans who got the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine. This will boost your immune response. Now that boost would be eight months after you get a second dose. The president also ordered workers at nursing homes that accept Medicare and Medicaid to be vaccinated, and he took aim at bans in several Republican states on school mask mandates. We're not going to sit by as governors try to block and intimidate educators protecting our children. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says that's a targeting of president of a parent's rights, but another school district is defying the governor. Fox's Evan Brown live in Broward County. Now, Dave, the school board in Miami-Dade County votes 7-1 to one to require students be masked. That vote comes after fiery debate with some parents demanding masks. The parents in favor of mask mandate are the majority on this matter. And some parents demanding no masks. Reconsider the fact that these are our children, not yours. Well, students can opt out with a medical excuse. Miami-Dade is the state's largest school district, the fourth largest in the nation. School starts on Monday, Dave. America's listening to Fox News. Nielsen says more than 30 million Americans watch Newsmax. It's the fourth highest rated cable news channel, and it's available on all major cable systems. Or find it on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and more. And it's free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, and TiVo. Or download the Newsmax app on your smartphone. Watch it anytime, anywhere. Forbes described Newsmax as a news powerhouse. Millions of Americans are watching Newsmax. You should, too. Tune in today. Oh, according to research, 82% of people remember radio ads. So, 82% of you listening will remember that this is an ad for ZipRecruiter. 82% of you will note that if you're hiring, ZipRecruiter finds qualified people for your job. In fact, 4 out of 5 employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And 82% of you will remember that you can try ZipRecruiter for free. But you have to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Yes, free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Twitter is under more scrutiny from Republicans who've long claimed conservatives are being censored on social media. Now upset that former President Trump is still banned, but the Taliban has accounts and allowed to post from Afghanistan. Critics warn allowing the Taliban to operate on official accounts of the Afghan government would be dangerous. One spokesman for the Taliban, Sahel Shaheen, has more than 360,000 Twitter followers for his personal account. It's expected his reach will grow substantially if he's allowed to operate official channels 
channels of the Afghan government, an opportunity potentially to spread propaganda and misinformation. Twitter has not responded to our requests for comment so far. In Washington, Mike Emanuel, Fox News. The search continues in North Carolina where Tropical Storm Fred remnants dumped over a foot of rain, triggering flash floods. We are out uh, looking for these 30-plus uh people that we have uh, that we haven't heard from. Haywood County Sheriff Greg Christopher, about 100 others were rescued from the water. Hurricane Grace is hitting Mexico's Yucatan Peninsula and Tropical Storm Henri could brush by New England early next week. As NFL teams get ready for the new season, the Houston Texans have a big distraction. The investigation into star quarterback Deshaun Watson and testify intensifies. The FBI is now investigating allegations of sexual assault and inappropriate behavior against Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. According to the quarterback's lawyer, Rusty Hardin, the FBI also spoke to Watson about allegations of extortion regarding one of 23 lawsuits filed against him, of which 22 are still pending. The women are all represented by attorney Tony Busby, who said that he also met with the FBI to discuss Watson and several of the plaintiffs. Mike Gunzelman, Fox News. On Wall Street, falling stock futures suggest a third straight sell Brewing. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Here's your ESPN 93.5 three-day weather brought to you by Watts Copy Systems. Are you faced with adapting to the new normal? Don't go at it alone. A smart office assessment can help you protect staff, enable collaboration among a hybrid workforce, reduce expenses, secure your IT infrastructure. Call Greg Wolf, Watts Copy Systems, 217-352-0428. Hi, Stevie. A special weather statement about some areas of fog this morning and less than a mile and a half of visibility in case you're in and out of one of those low-lying areas. We've got a high of 87 expected today, mostly clear with the low of 67 into the evening tonight. And the humidity continues into the weekend. High around 88 tomorrow, mostly sunny. Down to around 68. 86 for Saturday and Sunday. Down to around 66. 40% chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms on Saturday's forecast. Currently 69 on ESPN 93.5. It's August 19. It's Thursday. We're calling a special ops combat veteran in just a moment. Cubs uh, beat the Cincinnati Reds. Cardinals lose a bad loss last night in St. Louis. Jack Flaherty, a great outing. Uh, Cardinals quit scoring after the second inning. Milwaukee's really good with a bunch of names. It reminds me of the 1972 Miami Dolphins, a no-name defense. This is the no-name offense from I don't Christian Yelich, Colton Wong are the only two guys I've, I think I've ever heard of, and they're all just hitting the ball like crazy. Uh, anyway, more on that coming up. Glad you're along. John Decker live near the White House. That'll be uh, bottom of the hour. John's uh, Fox News, former Fox News, now Gray Television White House correspondent. We got John coming up at the bottom of the hour. Stand by for that. <laughs> Special Ops Combat Veteran, Small Business Owner, Virginia Congressional Candidate, Tommy Altman. Tommy, thank you for serving. Were you in Afghanistan? Yes, sir, I was. My unit was uh, amongst the first in Afghanistan. Thank you for having me on today. Oh, I'm glad to have you. Uh, uh, it's an honor when we have an American hero. Uh, if you serve your hero in my book, uh, can you win in Virginia? Man, it used to be red, then it was purple. Now it's pretty deep-shaded Illinois blue, man. What? Yeah, it is. You know, but we really do have a chance here in Virginia Beach at the second conditional uh, congressional district. Um, you know, we are we're still R one. You know, and so um, so we're, we're looking forward to a good fight. 
I uh, believe that uh, the men and women here deserve better leadership. Why are you running, Tommy? That's a great question. Um, the the reason I'm running, really, if you look over this last year, year and a half of our lives, uh, the government overreach that we've all experienced is, is um, it's unparalleled. Um, the fact that you know the United States uh, government and our state governments have shut down our businesses. Uh, my my business alone was shut down for for two months, uh, not able to come in. Uh, we're shut down. Our churches have been shut down. Uh, we haven't been able to enter to our places of worship. Uh, but at the time when we needed it most, you know, our families are impacted. Um, you know, loved ones are, are dying in hospitals, and we're not allowed to go uh, be with them as they exit from this life to the next. Their schools are being impacted. Our, our children's education, uh, they're suffering. Uh, so to me, you know, I, I just got sick and tired of seeing these empty suits um, legislate with, without common sense practices and um, you know, executive orders and mandates that are being levied that they have no idea how it impacts the working class man and woman. So, I think the vast uh, majority, Tommy, I think the vast majority of Americans feel exactly how you feel. Is there yes. enough of there, is there enough of you rising up to stop some of this nonsense? I believe so. Um, and quite honestly, for, for the future of our country, um, you know, we can only pray that that's true. Okay, Special Ops Combat Veteran running for Congress in Virginia. You've seen the images over the last week. You served in Afghanistan. What is your take on this, Tommy? Man, my, my take on this is that, um, you know, this administration, the Biden administration, has um, the way that they withdrew from Afghanistan. I mean, it is criminally incompetent. Um, the fact that we left U.S. citizens there on the ground without any protection you hear you hear reports anywhere between four and five thousand. I've heard up to forty thousand. You know, I'm in uh, close contacts. Uh, you know, good friends with um, high-level, high-ranking Afghan government officials, and uh, who obviously will remain nameless for their safety and their family's safety. Um, but the stuff that we're seeing on the ground is far worse than what we're seeing in the news. Uh, this is not the same Taliban of old. They're worse. They're emboldened by this administration. The Biden administration has modernized their fighting force. By how they left, we left Blackhawks, armored vehicles, caches of weapons that they're now on TV with in the presidential palace and given us lectures on First Amendment rights. I mean, it, we were like, it, this is the, it's a twilight zone. Yeah, that's exactly right. When Twitter allows Taliban to have accounts and not Donald Trump, you have to, you have to say what? What? Tommy, what? Well, one, I mean, Twitter is no friend to the American people. They've, they've shown that. Um, but Jack Dorsey says that Taliban leaders are are willing to they're, they're, they can stay on there because they haven't violated community standards, but they violate world community standards at all times. You know, they're executing women for not wearing burqas or gouging out women's eyes for being police officers. I mean, this is absolutely absurd, and they, the world deserves better than what we're seeing right now. Not all the people. That, that, not all the people. I'm that, sorry, sir. With that, I got to run today. I got to run to the next call. They're calling me right now. Um, I would love to come back on and, and speak to yeah, you. We'll and, talk and your again, Tommy. Anytime. Thank you, Tommy Altman's his name running for Congress. I mean, the Joe Biden administration. This is this is unbelievable, and it didn't have to be like this. He thought it did. Joe Biden went to the microphone with, with George Stephanopoulos. He didn't take any. He gets up talking about COVID. When you got, what, 80,000 people that are desperate for their lives trying to get connection to the outside world, the U.S. government says, yes, we can probably get you out of the airport, but you have to get to the airport. Then in big bold it says, we can't protect you going to the airport. What is that? 
And then I heard, I think Joe Biden, I think, will confirm with John Decker at the bottom of the hour. I think he said, um, we're going to you know, stay till we get him out. But I had heard comments in the last three days that said, well, we, we'll stay as long as we can. No, you, you stay till the job is done. You, you can't leave anybody behind. The problem is, do you think the Taliban's going to let everybody go? I, I don't think so. I mean, this is this is a human shield stuff too. No matter what we try and do at this point, there are enough Americans and friendly Afghans that help us. And then what's that do to us as far as ever needing somebody to help us in in, a, in a, another territory again, another country again? I mean, we've lost so much credibility. We can't allow these people to stand and stay behind. We can't allow that. You you got to get them out. But it didn't have to be this chaotic. You saw this thing falling. Right? I mean, the thing was falling seven days. They had all the country, and they were getting near Kabul. You, you have to stop. You can't allow it. And it was it was just so poorly executed. Donald Trump wanted to get out of Afghanistan. A lot of people did. But you have to have, you have, to have a system process. You had conditions. And the issue here is they were afraid of Trump. They have zero fear here. Now, stand by for other things. What's China doing with Taiwan? Everybody watching that? What's Russia going to do with Ukraine? Do you think we're going to do anything about anything right now? It feels very leaderless. It's it's a disaster what's happening in Afghanistan. And it's of Joe Biden's making, and he owns this. And I don't think he recovers from it. Here's uh, the president with uh, George Stephanopoulos. When you look at what's happened over the last week, was it a failure of intelligence, planning, execution, or judgment? Look, I don't think it was a failure. Look, it was a simple choice, George. When the, when the Taliban, uh, let me back and put it another way, when you had the government of Afghanistan, the leader of that government getting in a plane and taking off and going to another country, when you saw the significant collapse of the, of the uh, Afghan troops we had trained, up to 300,000 of them, just leaving their equipment and, and, and taking off, that was, you know, I'm not, this is, is that, that's what happened. That's simply what happened. But we've all seen the pictures. We've seen those hundreds of people packed into a C-17. We've seen Afghans falling. That was four days ago, five days ago. What did you think when you first saw those pictures? What I thought was we're, we have to gain control of this. We have to move this more quickly. We have to move in a way in which we can take control of that airport. And we did. So yeah. you don't think this could have been handled? This actually could have been handled... <laughs> better in any way no mistakes no i i i don't think it could have been handled in a way that there we we're going to go back in hindsight and look but the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing i don't know how that happens wow i don't know that's unbelievable and then general milley says they had no idea it could go this fast no no intelligence that's really bad work that is incompetent this is life and death for tens of thousands with barbaric people. The Taliban are not good people. This is, this is bad. This is a, a major historic event in our lives. Let's check your sports headlines. ESPN 935, you're welcome to comment. Yeah, they gave up Bagram Air Force Base. Right. They said they didn't have enough guys, so they had to guard the embassy, which we abandoned anyway. Which should have been a place of evacuation. Well, was... it was it was more secure, right. but, but we gave it up because we, we didn't have enough guys. So we, we had to do the embassy. So they... 
It is so bad how they've done this. It's so unbelievably bad, and there are desperate people that will die today because of it. It's it's awful. Let's check sports headlines. Brewers tying it up in the ninth, then winning in the tenth. We've got your Redbird recap now on ESPN 93.5. With Ricky Horton, I'm John Rooney. A very promising start last night against Freddie Peralta. Three runs in the first two innings, but the Cardinals did not score anymore until they picked up a run in the tenth inning and lost to Milwaukee 6-4. The other good news was a great start by Jack Flaherty. He went six innings, gave up two runs. He was on the positive side of the game, but with the Cardinals not scoring. They had a slim margin, and that margin was lost in the ninth inning. A home run by Abisail Garcia, and then a three-run tenth inning. All three runs in extras were unearned against Alex Reyes, who picked up the loss. Two errors in the tenth inning led to the three-run frame, and it was home runs that got them back in with Adamas and Garcia hitting two home runs and a blown save for Alex Reyes, and then a loss for it. And Yadier Molina ended up with a base hit in the bottom half of the tenth to keep things exciting. Cardinals had the tying run at the plate, but couldn't get it done. The Cardinals will try to salvage a game in the three-game series tonight. John Lester will be on the mound, and we're on the air at 550. I really like the look of this year's Cardinals team, but there's another lineup that has never let me down. It's the lineup of stories that Cardinals Magazine delivers every single issue. If you want to get the most out of following the Cardinals, Cardinals Magazine brings it with the perfect mix of inside information and personal player stories. Start a subscription at cardinals.com slash magazine or call 314-345-9000. Cardinals Magazine, it's all here. Cubs win with a four-run second inning. The final was 7-1. to one. I believe they have the day off today and they'll host Kansas City with a 120 start tomorrow over on US 105.9. Chicago White Sox beat the Oakland A's 3-2 yesterday. They'll use Dylan Cease on the mound for a 110 start. Lance Lynn thrown out for, yeah. uh, let's see, yeah, tossing his bell to win the sticky... Sticky substance check. I think Lance Lynn 6'4", 270 or Ooh. 250 or 260. Okay. Might need profile, but I don't. He's a big boy. He, he gets pretty fired up, too. So, yeah, I'm not happy with balls and strikes. So. And as far as the Oakland A's with the, uh, oh, I forgot to write down the player's name with a broken right oh, cheekbone. Boy. Yeah. I don't know. What, what do you think is going to happen in the future? Because over the last five years, how many players have been seriously injured? Uh, being struck, I don't know if you need to, the, the the mound is 60 feet 6 inches. Maybe it needs to be 61.5 feet or something. Mm-hmm. Or, or I just don't think I think the guys are getting bigger, stronger, faster. Uh, people would die if they had aluminum bats like college does. Right. It, it'd be death. They'd be death because they just hit the ball too fast, too far. So, of course, we're starting our Illini season against Nebraska on the 28th, and they have have an investigation yeah. going we'll on. we touch on that here right after okay. our Fox Business Minute. Weather brought to you by Paxton Hardware and Rental. 217-379-3611. They offer first-class, first-rate service and a whole lot more. Paxton Hardware and Rental, Paxton, Illinois. Hi, Scott Allen over there. High 87 today, 67 with clear conditions into the evening tonight. 
tonight. 88 tomorrow, mostly sunny, down to 68. 86 on Saturday and Sunday, down to around 66 in the evening. Scattered shower chance at 40% on Saturday. Right now, the temperature's at 70 on ESPN 93.5. Yeah, I have a theory on the whole Scott Frost, Nebraska thing. Right. I have got something here. I, I mean, I don't know exactly what happened. I don't know if anybody exactly. They got video. We'll touch on it here in just a few moments. Let me get your Fox Business Minute your way. Be right back. It is Thursday. It's ESPN 93.5 at 7.20. Ensuring peace of mind. Expanding business. Building strong communities. Realize your financial dreams with BC Bank. For more than 150 years, Busey's built a foundation of broad financial capabilities, vast knowledge, and close relationships that span generations. You can realize your best future. Busey's right beside you. Member FDIC. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Economists at Goldman Sachs are lowering their forecast for economic growth in the fall quarter, but are raising expectations for later in the year. They say the impact of the Delta variant on growth and inflation is proving to be somewhat larger than expected. Global stocks are slumping following the release of Federal Reserve minutes that indicate the Fed could pull back on some stimulus measures for the economy before the end of the year. There's also concern about auto production now that the semiconductor chip shortage will force Toyota to cut production next month by 40%. Graphics chipmaker NVIDIA's sales and profit rose to records in the recent quarter. NVIDIA says it saw hot demand from computer video game manufacturers and cryptocurrency miners. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Coselda, invested in you. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, Dana Perino, co-host of the 5 and America's Newsroom on Fox News Channel, returns to the world of audio with a new limited-time podcast, Everything Will Be Okay with Dana Perino. Building off the success of her best-selling book of the same name, Dana provides an unequaled brand of advice built on real-life experience and interviews experts and individuals that make a difference in the lives of others. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Habib Habib. We're back with John Maxwell's Live to Lead this year at the iHotel. Go to HabibHabib.com and buy your tickets. Let's get inspired and shake off the cobwebs from our brains after a very tough year. We will be in the new large conference room at the iHotel Friday, October 8th. Go to HabibHabib.com and buy tickets for you and for your whole team. Every attendee will receive a copy of my new book that will be published this year. Buy your tickets and come and get inspired with me. HabibHabib.com. Hi, Ellen Hook here, owner of your local Ashley Home Store. Ashley Home Store's summer mattress closeout sale ends soon. For one final week, pay 0% interest for 60 months on select Tempur-Pedic and Beautyrest black mattresses, starting at just $29 per month. Plus, receive up to a $200 MasterCard Rewards card, or get up to $300 in Ashley cash. These summer mattress closeout deals end Monday. Hurry in or visit AshleyHomeStore.com to shop and save today. Ashley Home Store. This is home. Yeah, you're supposed to get a physical. Carl reminds you that you can you can get that scheduled. School and sports physicals are available. Make sure your kiddo ready to shine. Call your provider's office to schedule a physical at a location a year. For details, carl.org. 
get those school physical. Everybody has to have a school physical now or sports physical? No, it's certain grades. Okay. So okay. it's not everybody. But if you're in sports, I think you have to check out, don't but you? But there are in things in the handbook and uh, health conditions yeah. and all of yeah. that that we all should be paying more attention to to know exactly what's happening in our schools. Carl.org, C-A-R-L-E, Carl.org. Okay, so Scott Frost is the head football coach at Nebraska. Apparently, the NCAA is looking into his football program after a report said Cornhusker staff improperly used analysts and consultants with the knowledge of head coach Scott Frost and even moved workouts off campus last year when such activities were banned during the pandemic. We just wanted to acknowledge that there is an NCAA investigation that is currently engaged with our athletic department, and our football program specifically. Nebraska Athletic Director Trev Alberts, who used to be a Nebraska football player, told reporters yesterday, we want you to know that we have compiled work or complied with the NCAA and been very collaborative with our approach with them and all of their investigation. And oh, by the way, we think Scott Frost was a mistake hire and we want him fired. Generally, when things come out like this <laughs> and um, your coach isn't doing as well and he was kind of the favorite son, he played for Nebraska, he was a big star for Nebraska, it hasn't worked out so well. And the, the sarcasm, sarcasm on social media uh, jumped to the forefront when somebody said, oh, no, Scott Frost, Scott Frost at Nebraska's in trouble. They'll have to vacate all two of his wins. Ooh, ouch. So, yeah, so the Nebraska program be in town, well, a week from tomorrow they'll come in. And the, what what does it mean? I mean, I don't know, the distraction? You know, they, they've got to deal with not only getting ready for all the stuff, football-related, but now they got to think, oh, boy, what's going on here? Is the coach going to get fired? All of that. So it doesn't help. Doesn't mean Nebraska can't come in here and win. They started out as like a 10-point favorite, but America seems to be betting on Illinois. It's down to 6.5, which is a big jump down, hmm. meaning I think people say well, Nebraska's not very good. It looks like there's a shift in the front office, too, with athletic director Bill Moose unexpectedly announcing his retirement in June. So uh, Alberts was hired to be his replacement. And the guy July. was the guy that, that must have been the guy that hired Scott Frost. And generally, okay. ADs come in and want their own people. Right. I mean, Mike Thomas came to Illinois a couple of years ago, but must have been the intent purpose of firing Ron Zook and Bruce Weber. Right. Because that happened because they, and how'd that work out for us? With the Tim Beckman hire. And well, and then you, you just had chaos for what, how many years? And then right. Mike Thomas got $2 million to leave. What? I didn't get that one. Somebody had a good lawyer to get that kind of money when you left when there were problems and you might have been under investigation yourself. I don't know what happened. I just know that Mike Thomas wasn't a very good athletic director for Illinois, in my opinion. Get rid of Ron Zook, who'd gone to two bowls in a row, by the way. Just if you forgot. He won seven games two week, two, two years in a row. And, and a bowl, two bowls in a row. Two bowls in a row. And then Bruce Weber, uh, well, that thing fell apart, but largely because Mike Thomas wouldn't give any vote of confidence to Bruce Weber, if you remember, and the team lost like 17 in a row. It was a mess. 
Anyway. Well, it looks like Frost uh, was part of that 1997 national championship for Nebraska as yeah. quarterback. Returned to his alma mater after being named National Coach of the Year, leading Central Florida to a 13-0 and record in 2017. Under his contract with Nebraska through 2026, his current Ooh. buyout is $20 million. Ooh. Oh, man, fire me. Come on. Give me the check. Special teams analyst Jonathan Rutledge fired in January. Jared Lambrich, Frost's chief of staff, resigned two weeks ago. Ooh, things might be falling apart there uh-huh. in Lincoln, Nebraska. You said the AD stepped down? Okay. That was in June, yeah. and a new guy stepped in to replace in July. All right, so we got kind of a wounded duck here. Can yeah. we beat Nebraska? Yes, <laughs> for Saturday, Because if Brett Bielma's team, and by the way, may I just reiterate, this is the most successful coach Illinois has ever hired. The most successful coach Illinois has ever hired. His name is Brett Bielma. Look, look it up. Uh, nobody has three Big Ten championships and a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, I know he was like on the staff for Bill Belichick, but still. So he's you know you got you got the most successful coach we've ever hired. Are they going to win a million games? I don't think so, but I think they're going to win more than we've been winning. And if you beat Nebraska, you're set up. You got a real good chance five, six, seven wins. Agree. If you lose Nebraska, then it's like oh I don't know all that. But if you beat Nebraska, do you know the attendance? And I know that uh, Lon and Derek were talking about this last night on the drive. Uh, the attendance around here obviously has been going down. In fact, we don't. Apparently, there's no numbers since 2017. Uh, they're, oh. they're they're lower than 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 that. So <laughs> yeah, okay. they were 39,000 was the average in 2017. I got to think it's more like 35 now. But then I look back when Red Grange was playing. Yes. You know, before we had the stadium, Memorial Stadium was what? 1924, I think. Okay. Before that, it was like 14,000 people would come to a game. But that was like around the fields or wherever we played football. Right. When we started getting that, we started to have 28 and then 30 and then 33. But, I mean, it, it held 75. Right. So it was like half full all the time. But you think of the Red Grange games in 76. No. The attendance wasn't that big. It was like 30. And you're thinking, well, why? why could, well, because 15,000 lived in Champaign and 10,000. Right. Lived. It was virtually every citizen was going to the game. And we didn't have the facilities to hold everybody anyway. Well, we did. We had Memorial Stadium with 76,000 people. I mean, 50, 60, whatever it was, it was half full or, or three-quarter, whatever. It wasn't full. But in the Red Grange, Michigan game, it, it, I, my perception is 76,000. Right. No, there weren't that many there. Unless they had 10,000 and 75,000 for that game, it averaged a 39. But anyway, Red Grange never drew the big crowds anyway, but there were only 25,000 people living in our town total. So it was, and then how did you get there? Do you have a Model T? I mean, you couldn't, you, you, the old days of, you know, these days everybody comes from Chicago and Indianapolis and they just drive down or fly down or whatever. And, and that, you, that was a big deal. <laughs> I mean, some people still had horses. Got to park my horse. No, exactly. You had to have like a feed bag <laughs> service or something. Over here. The Uber of the day was a guy on a horse. <laughs> got to see Red Gray. Gambon, I'll give you a ride down That's there. right. All right, seven thirty. John Decker, uh, Gray Television's ace journalist, White House correspondent. Stand by. Lots to talk about next. 
This is Rob Meyer with Provident Financial Group. Unfortunately, there is not a one-size-fits-all retirement plan. Finding the right plan for you depends on many factors. The good news is that we can help improve your retirement readiness, whatever your situation. Contact us today at 217-366-3456 or online at ProvidentFinancialGroupLLC.com. Securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network, member FINRA, SIPC, or registered investment advisor. News. I'm Lillian Wu. Some Afghans are protesting Taliban rule and paying the price for it, with reports of several civilians killed. Chaotic protests took place in two different cities in Afghanistan, including at a city called Jalalabad, where protesters had gathered, and despite the Taliban's assurance they would not use arms against those who oppose them, it quickly got ugly as those protesters attempted to put up the national flag of the previous government. Lots of questions about how women will be treated under the Taliban under their rule up till 2000. Women weren't allowed to work or leave their homes without being covered from head to toe, and girls weren't allowed to go to school. That's Fox's Ryan Shilcott. We're getting results of an AP NORC poll, which says roughly two-thirds of Americans say they don't think the war in Afghanistan was worth fighting. Meanwhile, 47% approve of President Biden's management of international affairs. America's listening to Fox News. PDR Automotive has been in business since 1973. That's 12 presidential elections. PDR can service your vehicle, whether it's powered by gasoline, diesel fuel, hybrid, or totally electric. Change is inevitable, but one thing you can always count on being consistent is PDR and their ability to service your vehicle no matter what you drive. Specializing in advanced electrical systems. Online at PDRauto.com. Remember, when you turn the key and the car won't run, call 367 948 Checking your weather brought to you by Pepsi-Cola, Champaign-Urbana Bottling Company. Family owned and operated since 1953 and makers of Bubbly, a delicious sparkling water with no calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Available in 16 flavors and Diane has handed out all 16 flavors. I think I have. Yesterday was some mango and some grapefruit and lemonade. It's so many options. I-87, partly cloudy today. 67, our low into the evening tonight. Mainly clear. 87, the high tomorrow. Down to 69, mostly sunny as we wrap up the week. On the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, we're up to 86, down to 66. 40% shot at showers on Saturday, but mostly sunny Sunday. Right now, 70. ESPN, 93.5. John Decker. John Decker, John Decker, I want to talk to John Decker, he is the one we know, I want to talk to John Decker, he's at the White House in press room. John Decker, John Decker, I want to talk to John Decker, John Decker, I want to talk to John Decker. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Television's White House correspondent and uh, Gray, also the owner producer of Greta Van Susteren's. What's that show called? Greta Van Susteren's um... Full Court Press. Yeah, John's on that a lot. Full Court Press. John Decker, how are you, my friend? Hey, I'm doing great, Stevie. Hope you're doing well today. I'm doing great, but I, I, I don't, I, I can't believe what's happened. I cannot believe what happened, ha- how this has been handled. I don't think Joe Biden ever recovers from this. I don't think it's been a. Tra- it's so bad. Tell me what you know this morning. Tell me what you got. 
Sure, it is bad. Uh, you know, in just one week's time, we weren't talking about this last week. Uh, is it a surprise to me? No, it is not. And it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody uh, who's reporting on it or, for that matter, anybody at the White House. You know that back on July the 8th, when President Biden was in the East Room and he was announcing the withdrawal of U.S. troops from Afghanistan by August the 31st, I got the second question after his remarks. And I asked the president, do you trust the Taliban? And I asked the president that question because so much of what his plans that he, annou- he announced were based on were pledges and promises by the Taliban. And he, um, you know, I think reacted in a way uh, which gave you an indication about how he feels about being challenged. He said, no, when I pressed him, he said, no, I don't trust the Taliban. But he said, I trust the Afghan military, which is better equipped and better trained to take on the Taliban. And those words, as you know, Steve, you're coming back to haunt him today. No question about it. In fact, uh, here's kind of the whole thing. Is a Taliban takeover of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. Because you have the Afghan troops have 300,000 well-equipped, as well-equipped as any army in the world, and an Air Force against something like 75,000 Taliban. It is not inevitable. You trust the Taliban, Mr. President. You trust the Taliban. That's John Decker right there. You, is that a serious question? It's absolutely a serious question. You trust the Taliban. You no, I do not. The country to the Taliban. No, I do not trust the, the Taliban. It's a silly question. Do I trust the Taliban? No, but I trust the capacity of the Afghan military. How about now? And you're a silly question, sir. What the heck? Good composure, John Decker, and good question. But I'm telling you, how did General Milley not see this coming? Are you telling me this is incompetence, in my opinion? I, I just I'm stunned by how many people's lives are going to be lost because of really bad leadership. Yeah. So you asked me about General Milley. He uh, spoke to the press yesterday, as did the Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. They're put in an uncomfortable position because. Uh, they told the president that this was going to happen. Now, the lawyers at the Pentagon have given uh, essentially uh, words that General Milley read yesterday to the press, and that is, we had no indication that Kabul was going to fall in 11 days. And I'm sure that there was no intelligence that specifically said Afghanistan was going to fall to the, the Taliban in exactly 11 days. But they did have intelligence saying that it would be uh, uh, that this would happen very quickly. And so, you know, you're, you're hiding behind a, a, a lawyerly statement when you say that, but their, their boss is the commander in the chief commander in chief, and they have to take their orders from the commander. in chief. Well, as you know, now Trump, they didn't do that for Donald Trump and it wouldn't have happened this way with Donald Trump. They would have been out there having hearings today and all the military guys and all the intelligence guys would have said what an idiot Trump is. I mean, it's unbelievable the difference in, in what, what has happened here. And I can't believe how this is completely fallen apart in seven and a half months. There's so many things. All right. So what happens here, John? Can we get, do you hear reports? Can we get people out? Are we going to be able to stay until we get everybody out? So Biden did an interview uh, this morning. It was a good interview conducted by George Stephanopoulos, which surprised me. I I thought, okay, George Stephanopoulos is doing the interview, former Democratic operative for Bill Clinton, but he did a very good job. And he uh, actually read to President Biden the the words that you just played a moment ago where he said that 
uh, taking over Afghanistan by the Taliban is not inevitable. Right? And then he had to explain what he meant by that. Uh, look, I think that there are issues that uh, concern the withdrawal of U.S. diplomats and other Americans from Afghanistan. The number is about 15,000. And the issue is, although the actual Afghan airport is well protected by uh, U.S. military, Getting to the Afghan airport is nearly impossible with all the roadblocks that have been put in place by the Taliban. And so that's the difficulty if you're a diplomat or if you're an American who is now in Afghanistan. How do you get past all of those roadblocks to get to the airport to get out of the country? Well, you've got to get them out. So how are we going to do it? I, I don't know the answer to that. That question was asked yesterday to... Uh, the two top military advisors to the president, uh, General Austin, now Secretary Austin, as well as General Milley, and they acknowledge that they have a difficult task before them because they don't have enough troops uh, right now in Afghanistan to get U.S. citizens from where they are right now who've actually been told to shelter in place to the Afghan civilian and military airport. And that's problematic, especially when you know there's a deadline to get Americans out of Afghanistan by the end of this month, by August the 31st. Well, obviously, we won't make that, so we have to stay. I mean, you can't stay until August 31, right? You have to stay until the job's done at this point. You have to stay until the job is done. You can't leave Americans behind, no. especially when you're dealing with the Taliban, a terrorist organization that gave a refuge to al-Qaeda, that gave refuge to uh, Osama bin Laden, and by the way... Uh, the, the Taliban on September the 11th will be in control of Afghanistan. 20 years mm. after September mm. the uh, September 11th terrorist attacks on our country, the Taliban is back and they are in control of Afghanistan. I, I think it's a very sad, sad moment uh, for our country. All right, George Stephanopoulos again talking to Joe Biden yesterday about uh, could you have done something better? Could, could we have voted? Well, nah, but da ba. No, I, I, I don't think it could have been handled in a way that there, we, we're going to go back in hindsight and look, but the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing, I don't know how that happens. I don't understand that answer either. You're telling me that, you that John, that, it, that's what they expected? Then why did you do that? You can't, put, you can't kill that many people, your own people. Yeah, it's not a sincere answer. Uh, and the reason I say that is because the Biden administration moved very slowly for months to address the plight of vulnerable Afghans who had worked for the U.S., uh, even as this deadline for the U.S. military withdrawal loomed. We're talking about Afghans who served as interpreters, as fixers, and other staff for the U.S. military and diplomats over the past 20 years. Uh, they had plenty of time to plan for this, and that, that answer, I, I don't believe, was a very sincere answer. Where will this be historically, John, do you think? Well, we're, we're, we're still talking about it. In fact, President Biden got a question on July 8th about uh, the, the fall of Saigon. Uh, and so we're still talking about the fall of Saigon, uh, which happened back in 1975. Uh, we'll still be talking about this, uh, the events of this week, uh, 50 years and, and, uh, from now and, and, and further on from that. This is a sad moment for our country. It's a sad week for our country, and the images just won't go away. And, and perhaps they didn't see it coming in 11 days, but they, sur they sure saw what, what, what happened after five, 
And couldn't you have gone with 10 more thousand people to secure Kabul till you got everything done? And still you have other Americans in other parts of the country. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to fix this, but I'm telling you, this is a horrible event in human history. This is going to be really bad. We're probably never going to know how many are executed from the Taliban from this. And, and not to mention, the 22-year-old women, they have no idea what life was like before the U.S. came and what their life's going to look like. The women here... Are, are, it's it's going to be a new new world for them, and it's, it's tragic. It, it is tragic. Yesterday, uh, the other day, in the White House press briefing, the National Security Advisor to President Biden uh, took questions, and once again, uh, they're they're again trusting the Taliban. Uh, uh, he was asked, the National Security Advisor to the President was asked, "How do Americans get to the airport?" And he said, in answer to that question, the Taliban have assured us that those individuals that are Americans that need to get to the airport will be given safe passage to the airport. I wouldn't trust the Taliban, but that's exactly what this administration continues to do. That's unbelievable. You ask him the question, he said no, but now they're trusting the Taliban because they're going to need their help if this is going to happen the way they want it to. Don't know what's going to happen. Our prayers are going to have to be strong and fervent. John Decker, White House correspondent for Great Television. We appreciate you every week, my friend. Thank you for being a great journalist out there. We need you. Oh, thank you, Stevie. Thanks for having me on uh, the show today. I uh, wish we could talk about, you know, a, a better topic. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is the reality. It's the reality that we're seeing right before our eyes. And uh, unfortunately, this, this particular crisis is, is not going away anytime soon. So in any case, uh, as you say, our prayers are out to those people. Uh, and it's always great to be on your show, Stevie. Have a great day, a great weekend, and we'll talk next week for sure. John Decker, live near the White House at his office six miles away or four miles, whatever that is. And why is Kamala Harris going to Vietnam again? Hmm. <laughs> what was that? All right, he has don't, uh, any idea because it was planned? Isn't that interesting parallel from fall of Saigon and somehow our vice president's going to Vietnam now? This is an international, worldwide humanitarian crisis. And we have Americans there that or their lives are totally in danger. And we got a lot of work to do, figure out what's going to happen. And we got to trust the Taliban? The ones that protected Al-Qaeda so they could bomb our World Trade Centers? It's out of hand. Bad stuff. Okay. Um... Something's going on, Muhammad, school board? I was just looking into state investigators who grant and revoke medical licenses have opened an investigation against uh, Dr. Jeremy Heinrich, a team physician at the U of I Athletic Department, also elected member of the Muhammad Seymour School Board, uh, despite his opposition to the mandatory mask rules in classrooms, the school district will still enforce the governor's new statewide school mask mandate and require all students to wear masks in class. Um, I was just poking around because we got this text in from uh, Jake and Muhammad about what's going on there. So I'll continue to look into what the state is investigating about Jeremy Heinrich. So a guy doesn't want mandates right. for, for school children and the, the state medical board? Looks is like they're looking at his license because of that? Right. You can't have an opinion about masks and kids? According to emails he received from the Illinois Department of Financial and Professional Regulation. IDFPR. Isn't that a free speech issue? And I would think when you're on the school board, we need representation from all sides to represent well, the we, constituents. We, here's, here's, here's the ironic part of all of it. We're wearing masks that aren't very effective. So if you really want to get into it, 
The N95 is what they have to wear, and that's it. You have to distribute N95s because the cloth mask, we're seeing all kinds of problems with the stuff on the masks. Pritzker administration said the investigation is merely a matter of due diligence after someone filed a complaint. Okay, ESPN 93.5, feel free to uh, jump on the text line, 217-359-2255. You know any more about Mohammed Seymour and uh, this doctor? Because if he's saying I'm against masks in school and they're trying to take his, what, medical stuff? No, nah, can't be happening. An official investigation. Okay. Well, maybe there's other things. I don't know. Don't know the whole story. I just usually, we only get the very tippy thing, and mm-hmm. sometimes there's other sides of stuff. For sure. That we aren't filled in on. All right, 747. No Stever today, but tomorrow we're doing ABC Heating and Air Conditioning. Oh, good. And I can get you an air conditioner. Maybe I have to call Gene and see if I can do a furnace, because that's getting closer. You're right. Man, you wake up at our time, it's dark again. Uh, so it's going to be getting chillier and chillier. We've probably got a couple more months, right? I mean, th- well, maybe a month. What's October like? It depends. I'm putting Christmas up in like 65 days. Okay? Right after Halloween. Christmas. It's, it's August 19. There's some Halloween stuff well, up for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right after the 4th of July, we see the back to school stuff come up. Well, and now that we're back to school, we're seeing Halloween stuff come up. When are you going to see Thanksgiving? <laughs> Probably in September, right? Exactly. Everybody's so far ahead of that. Right. Uh, so we got 12 days, 31, 36, 42. So I guess i got about 73 days left. I'm putting the tree up and stuff. <laughs> Crazy to think about that. I know. Uh, 748. When it comes to your family and their safety, security is always at the top of the list. Having a trustworthy and reliable security system is one of those things you just can't afford to get wrong. Barcom Security understands the threats you face. Why? Because they're local and family-owned. No corporate phone messages. No long wait times. No miscommunications. Join the many Central Illinois residents who sleep soundly knowing they're protected by Barcom. Visit the today barcomsecurity.com barcom security have a secure day what kind of bedside manner would you like your doctor to have at roof doctors they make sure you feel good about what they can do for you they make sure they answer all of your questions and feel comfortable about whatever procedure your roof needs roof doctors has helped customers for over 30 years randy and tammy have helped make lives better in our community with their generosity and kindness roof doctors is a company you can trust if you need anything done on your roof Roof Doctors in Urbana. They make you their number one priority. All right, let's check sports headlines on ESPN 93.5. Well, the St. Louis Cardinals game was looking good most of the game, and then Milwaukee tied it up in the ninth, and then in the tenth inning, Milwaukee came out on top. The final was 6-4. to four. I didn't see if there's a game today. Yeah, game tonight. Okay. It's John Lester against... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Woodruff, I think. It's 645, yep. pregame 10 before 6. There you go. Yeah. Thank and, you for and, that. And, and with all of the frustration and the average uh, nature of this team, Cardinals are only four behind in the wild card, so there's still a chance of that. Milwaukee is long gone. They're, they're the team to beat probably in the National League, as hot as they are, the Giants, of course. And I think the Dodgers going to be there, too. Padres are falling off the off the cliff, gotten, got swept by Colorado. Wow. So the and the Reds are still in it. They're game and a half, two games behind Padres. So Cardinals still have something to play for, but they're just pretty average. And I'm not a great fan of the manager. I, I think he's a great guy. But Mike Schilt to me, I just this I just goes too long with pitchers. I don't know why Alex Reyes came out in the tenth 
after blowing the save in the ninth. So stuff like that. I'm not a huge fan of Mike Schilt. Let's. I, I think Jim Edmondson be a great manager. I love him on TV. Anyway, let's check uh, the rest of the Cubs. One. Yes, seven to one was the final over the Reds. It looks like they'll have the day off and gear up to host Kansas City with a 120 start tomorrow. Over on US 105.9, Chicago White Sox over the Oakland A's. That final was three to two. They've got a 110 start using Dylan Cease on the mound. Speaking of the White Sox, what's trending out of that game is Lance Lynn being thrown out for tossing his belt when they were checking that sticky substance stuff. I mean, they were doing a check. I don't know if it was routine or whether you they... You have to, like, take your belt off. Or, I, I, don't, I don't know if you take your belt off, but you, they got to see if they got anything in there. Toss the belt down yeah. and yeah. all of that. So that he doesn't... Yeah. And Oakland A's Chris Bassett, right broken cheekbone is the diagnosis. He had stitches for facial lacerations that went, uh, when he got hit off the bat of but, but, the center fielder Brian No Goodwin. eye damage, apparently. Right. That's a, that's but that a, was 100 miles per hour coming at him. Blessing that he doesn't have eye vision problems for sure okay and then nebraska looking into yep. uh their fall program and some of the practices and being investigated will that affect their performance august 28th at memorial stadium with the noon kickoff against our line i just read it into nebraska's tired of scott frost gotta have something they're talking about videotaping a practice and they did something okay what about all the people getting paid to play football illegally? Now they have the NIL, but there's all kinds of cheating going on. And uh, they're, they're busting them on the old COVID practice, are you? Uh-huh, uh-huh, right. Uh-huh. right. That's called, let's get rid of this coach. Um, so there's yeah. been some texts yeah, in 359-2255. Um, Chris and Homer said, quote, the Prisker administration has not and will not seek disciplinary action against the professional licenses of individuals who disagree with the mask mandate in response to this well, investigation that was brought up by uh, Jake and Muhammad. There's been a texter, 217, uh, that said the Muhammad school board slash doctor was ratted on by one of his other school board members. Hopefully his lawyers can get the un- uh, redacted charges and sue the pants off the school board in this partic- and that particular member. Thanks. As I went uh, to the bottom of this article that's posted on WCIA, it does have Jeremy Heinrich's reaction. Our health of our student body is something I place first in my public role. However, the health of our democratic system is dead if we tolerate the intimidation targeting me and the chilling independence of innumerable uh, other elected public officials. Mm-hmm. And then Andy just brought something in here for about Dr. Heinrich. Maybe we call Dr. Heinrich and get him on the I, show. I actually reached out to a couple of people, okay. and so we'll see how this evolves. Yeah. Um, Andy says, absolutely despicable. Dr. Heinrich has been advocating for local control in his capacity as a Mahometsu board member. He's never talked about the efficacy for the lack of thereof masks or capacity as a board member. He's always advocated for local boards and parents to have the ability to make decisions. What's wrong with that? Mm -hmm. Local schools make local decisions, not the state. But I think some of the funding uh, can be threatened or something. Andy goes on to say, for someone to be underhandedly go after his livelihood and his ability to provide for his family is beyond reproach. He, we had been saying that type of person in the yeah. Navy. Can't say what he said oh, to yeah, call yeah. him, but anyway. <laughs> okay. uh, by the same warped sense of thinking than every single teacher and superintendent that spoke in favor of local control. Okay, well, it, it's, it's um, I think the school board elections went heavily to a balance. There, there are people that got on there that disagree with the far left. 
And so I think there's going to be some contentious moments on the school board, very differing opinions. A lot of times, first of all, who runs for school board? Thank you for doing it. Yes. How many of you want or to go to any this, board for any, that any, Anything. All the meetings and all the stuff in this day and age of politics that you and have to so put up with. so contentious and you yep. can't negotiate, you can't talk to people, you can't work things out civilly. And you're, and you're called names. Yes. <laughs> Trump-loving, racist, bigot, whatever. I mean, it's just... It's too predictable. And even in the public comment time. I mean, we saw what happened down in Georgia, and that went viral. And, and those people that typically have three-minute statement were limited to one because there were 30 lined up, and yeah. they all just wanted to yell into the microphone. It's just a really bad place we're in right now. All right, 217-359-2255 if uh, you want to jump on this one. We'd love to hear what, what you know. Yeah, we, we are in a very, very unique time in our history. And I think there are people that are standing up that are have never said boo about anything. And they've had it. And when you get to the tipping point of the masses, normally elections occur and people are just, ah, <laughs> not anymore. It'll be very interesting to see what happens in the next significant election, probably the midterms, and just see how that goes. Because there are a lot of unhappy people on a lot of fronts, and you can list them off, and things are deteriorating before our eyes. And the sad issues and things happening in Afghanistan is heartbreaking because it didn't have to be that way. But not to mention immigration, the, the sieve that is the border, 210,000 people in July alone. A crime? Oh, by the way, they're refunding the police. Remember the defunding? Mm-hmm. It, none of us thought made a lot of sense. Now they're refunded in some of the big cities because, oh, my gosh, look at the crime rates. Yeah. We need more mental health beds. We need a lot of, lot of stuff. Champaign County with all the shootings we have going on here. And I would like to have Tom Bruno back. I thought we had a very spirited discussion. Yes, that came up yesterday in a circle of friends in the conversation yeah. and how that went. And Jim Goss is expected to be on tomorrow to sum up the Champaign County board meeting that's happening tonight. Uh, can we get a GoFundMe page to see what it would take for Jim to stay in, in, in the public eye? Pretty good leader in our community. I think we're going to have to have a big number there because I think he's just done. <laughs> he did his term on the county board. We'll ask him about it tomorrow. That's right. In Brad Pasolacqua, when he was running, had all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, ready to go, and now his head is down like it, a it's just, dog. just It's just, just, just <laughs> tough. All right, uh, 217-359-2255. Chime in if you'd like. We're going to break for the news next. Be right back. It's Thursday, August 19. It's ESPN 93.5 at 7.57. This is Gina from ABC Heating and Air Conditioning. If you're looking for a top-of-the-line air conditioner, think Amana. We carry all sizes and offer expert installation. ABC Heating and Air Conditioning is locally owned, and we've been in business for 50 years. And for 50 years, the only brand we've sold is Amana. So go with a company that is local, dependable, and will be there for you no matter what time of day or night. ABC, always be comfortable. Let us install your new New Amana air conditioner. Visit www.abcheatingandac.com. Here's what people are saying about Sarah Champagne. They offered amazing service and had wonderful hospitality, kindness, and a willingness to work within our budget and offer the best possible price. And the staff were very welcoming and polite. 
I mean, could I put six stars? They were actually the best dealership anybody in my family has ever used. They made me feel like I was their only customer. Honestly, not sure how they could be better. Choose from a wide variety of Honda, BMW, Subarus, and some of the best pre-owned vehicles and more at Sarah Champagne. Off Burwash and Savoy or online at sarahchampagne.com. Meister's Lawn Care Service can take care of your mowing, edging, trimming, blowing the clippings off the paved surfaces, mulching and hedge trimming Meister's Lawn Care. If your home or business needs a touch-up or you're stepping out on vacation, Meister's Lawn Care 217-898-8860 is the number to call or you can text 217-898-8860. Folks in the neighborhood will get green with envy when they look at that lawn. Meister's Lawn Care 217-898-8860. 60. Hey, could you tell me what aisle your car batteries are in? Sure, I'll go grab one for you. Here's your battery. It might be expired, but oh well. Also, the brand isn't that great, but it should work for at least a year or two, maybe. Anyways, I went ahead and charged you for it, and here's the battery. Okay, have a great day. Uh, what just happened? Sometimes good things are hard to find, but they're worth the wait. Make the trip out to Interstate All Battery Center at 2504 North Madison Avenue and get all of your battery needs taken care of by the trusted professionals. Give them a call today at 355-4855. Do you want to do something nice for your family? How about the gift of time and less work? Introducing the Wash and Dry Club from Country Squire Cleaners. Every week, Country Squire will come to your home in Champaign-Urbana, Savoy, and Mohammed and deliver it back to your home three days later. Laundry done, 25 bucks a week for 25 pounds. The Wash and Dry Club, Country Squire Cleaners, Round Barn and Champagne. Call 356-9422 for complete details. 356-9422. Call today. I get the Fox News coming your way next. And again, a lead story in the world is Afghanistan and how are we getting our American people out? Not to mention the people that worked with us, the interpreters. They're, they're going door to door, the reports. And if you helped us, you're in trouble. They're dragging them out. I mean, it's just a nightmare. News coming up, 8 o'clock. You're listening to WSJK. <laughs> 